Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glamier. Hi, this is Dr. Tabitha Samir. I'm a cosmetic dermatologist, owner, and founder of Mirror Skin Cosmetic in New York City and star of an Emmy award-winning Bravo TV show. My podcast is all about great conversations with your favorite celebrities, media personalities, and well-known experts in the worlds of lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. Through their stories, I hope to uplift, inspire, and educate. This is Glamier. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Glammere with yours truly, Tabitha Mir. And I've got a surprise for you guys tonight. I got the host, the girl with no job, the host of Girl with a Podcast. That's right. Claudia Osray. Yes. Did I hi. say that right? Sort of. Sort Ashray. of. Ashray. That's good. You know, I was going to screw something up That's in this okay. thing. All right. So I listen to your podcast. Me and I'm God Gisling others. I'm sure there are a few <laughs> others. Right, a couple, a couple, right? Um, and you just kind of like you just kind of started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was basically just like waiting for like a big network to pick it up, and then yeah. I was like, why do that when I can just start it myself? Well, you know the thing about big networks, right? Mm-hmm. I had been on Bravo, and then you know there's all these ideas that you get to be on TV again, mm-hmm. and they're really amazing ideas. Mm-hmm. And the networks just don't. You can't right. wait, and that moves so slowly. Where like yeah. I live in a world where like if you're not talking about this week's Bachelor yeah. episode the day after, yeah. no one's interested. Exactly. So you really just need to start doing things yourself in order to get things done. And that's like actually why I really was drawn to because I'm like this girl's just doing it herself because that's what I did. I was like I'm not going to sit here and wait. I'm just going to do right. it right. And I get so much traction that way. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things that I love about like listening to you. First of all, I love how like you come across like um, your tagline. Basically, you're like if Bridget Jones, I am if I'm Bridget Jones. If Bridget Jones was Jewish and less annoying, yes, right. Um, why do you think you're less annoying than Bridget Jones? Well, to be honest, I'm very self-aware of the fact that I'm super annoying, so I don't really take a moral <laughs> high ground over Bridget Jones. Mm. We're both, I would say, maybe equally annoying, but I feel like Bridget Jones in the movies is like, as much as I enjoy them, like that bitch is always making the wrong decision. Always. And with that whiny face to her. It's just so frustrating to watch someone, like a character you like, always be dumb. Yeah, you know? always be dumb. Always. It's like the characters that get killed in the horror movies because Run. they're spending extra time getting their car keys. When yeah. You know this is how people die. That's just not how I I would do it. Right. So um, I think I'm not necessarily less annoying. I'm just maybe like a little smarter. Maybe a smarter, smarter, but equally Jones. annoying. Yeah. Bridget and like Jones, she right. lacked complete self awareness. Yeah, like, sure I'm so self aware. Just because yeah. like when you're in somewhat of a public eye, like you have to be. Like I'm not ashamed to say that I care deeply about what people think about me <laughs> because my job is like predicated on that. Yeah. So her just lack of like she's like running in the streets with her overalls yes. that don't fit like I would never, I would do, never that. do that no you, know? you always have to keep it together uh, somewhat 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 um, and then the other thing too is um, you know you are really like you say you have no job mm-hmm. yeah your job really is a job a job and your passion for TV and the way you talk about it like we're gonna dish on, and a lot of the people that you admire and you like on TV I've interviewed so I know. ask any questions I'm I will t- I will give you the dish okay I will tell you things that you don't know but um 
like for example The Bachelor Mm -hmm. is that like your favorite show ever on earth whatever show is like running at the moment is my favorite show so like right now Beverly Hills in New York are my favorite show because they're on you know but I literally live for any show that's on Um, and it's really hilarious because I what would you say if you met someone who has never watched a single episode of The Bachelor ever what would you do so like when I go to meetings uh-huh. I somehow especially if like The Bachelor is currently on mm-hmm. I always end up talking about The Bachelor mm-hmm. Bachelorette Bachelor franchise Bachelor in Paradise because like there's so much to say and it makes it less awkward because you have like this common ground yeah. and when I like go to meetings with people that are like awkward and don't watch The Bachelor we literally have nothing to talk about <laughs> I don't I just can't relate to someone like that because my entire all my interests my social life like everything that I care about is so sad to say but it's really based off of reality television mm-hmm. when I hang out with my friends we spend 70% of the time talking about the last yeah. this week's episodes it's just it's so consuming so I really wouldn't even know how to relate to someone who doesn't watch reality TV I have never watched an episode of The Bachelor okay but, <laughs> but you watch reality TV absolutely and you know what I didn't really watch The Bachelor until a few years ago but then I got caught up on all the seasons because it is somewhat of like an old lady show well this is why okay because I feel like I could get very addicted to it. It's honestly... And I have enough addictions in my life that I'm trying to live with. One more, and the episodes are like two hours. Yeah, it's torture. And they it's like no, six months out of the year. They have absolutely no regard for your time because no. it's hours a week. Yeah. And like for me, it's like, okay, so the episode's Monday night, two yeah. hours. Then yeah. there's an after show. Yeah. And then, you know, they're all on social media talking, and then you want to do a recap for so your So Monday, mod. shut down. It's not Monday. It's li- it's literally Monday to Thursday. Yeah. Because you want to see what people from The Bachelor are saying. They, do, they all do their own blo- blogs and podcasts. So you want to read those and then recap them for your blog and podcast and your morning show like it's so consuming and you know I made a choice do I have a job Mm -hmm. during the day that I focus on or do I watch The Bachelor (laughs) so I decided not to watch The Bachelor no it's like do you pay your rent or do you watch Bachelor do I eat food that I make money and or do I you know but the housewives the whole thing I'm all about that I'm all about it and it's gotten a little stressful for me to watch now because having been on the TV Mm -hmm. and knowing what they do I sometimes can't watch it with that freshness that I used to. That's true. So I just did my episode of Say Yes to the Dress premiered on Saturday, okay. which is like my yes. all-time favorite show. Wait a second. Yes. And i not letting you get away without talking about that because <laughs> not- I saw you in Say Yes to the Dress wearing a dress. How did that feel? I don't even know. It was so crazy and it was the longest day ever. And now I just look at these episodes so, so differently. Yeah. You do. I- you can't watch it with like that same n- innocence. No, you can't. And um, by the way, did you actually say yes to any of the dresses? Well, I don't want to spoil it for someone. Who Damn it! Damn it! You can't say. But it yet. it's really good. Okay, so you are engaged. Yes. I'm going to get into your love life with Ben. Okay. Because I want to know what Ben thinks about you talking about him on your podcast. Oh, he loves it. Like he, he does? Yeah. And sometimes they make him come on and like talk to me. Yeah. Um, For the most part, he just like loves when people like, I don't know, because I feel like, I can't, I can't imagine that it's super easy for me to like be always live streaming, like in the bathtub. Do you do you live stream with him there sometimes? Yeah, I do. And sometimes he wants to be involved. Sometimes he doesn't, which yeah. I totally understand. But I have a lot of respect for him, like wanting his privacy. And I definitely, you know, cross the line sometimes. Yeah. So I'm really appreciative to him, like being really, for the most part, like not being embarrassed by me, like live streaming in the bathtub. It is. Because, you know, like when you're in the early, how long have you guys been dating? Going on four years. Four years. And when did you get engaged? A little under a year ago. Right. And you guys live together now, right? So like he's in your space. Mm -hmm. He's going to be in your space you know, for the rest of your life. Yeah. So he's got to accept the fact that you're going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge deal. And he does. And he's mm-hmm. so supportive and he's so nice and like yeah. so respectful. But sometimes he's just like, enough. Okay. Which I understand. I get it. Has there, has there ever been a time where you've said something that he's been like, yo, girl, why? 
Um, no. <laughs> no. No, but you had to hesitate, though. You no, because I do no. my bath time Q&As. Yes. And, and one time, yeah, one time <laughs> I wanted to, like, do it differently, so I did it on Facebook Live, mm-hmm. which was good because you can't rewind on Facebook Live, and I'm pretty sure I flashed, like, a little nipple. I was going to ask you, because yeah. that's some, first of all, what phone case do you use? I, I honestly use plain, like, because, I'm a daredevil. Because you're, you're like, sudded up, mm-hmm. and you're holding your phone. I know. And I'm like... A, it's going to drop into mm-hmm. the water, or B, she's going to slip a nip. And no, one of these things are going to happen. Knock on wood, it has not fallen into the bathtub. I'm literally waiting for that day to happen. <laughs> and one time on Facebook Live, I think like the top of my nipple flashed, yeah. which is why I do it on Snapchat. I get to approve the content before it goes out. Yeah. So I'm always like searching, like, is my nipple out? Yeah. And so that's that's not the problem. The problem is dropping the phone. The problem is dropping the phone. I'm really surprised and impressed that you don't have like a waterproof phone because you're really up in there. You're like singing yeah. the ingredients of your <laughs> of your shampoo bottles. I, I mean, um, it can get you can get carried away and drop your phone. No, totally. You can get like so passionate and like yeah. into the song that you just drop it. And I did have a waterproof case for a while, but it lowers the the camera like clarity. And I don't mm-hmm. like that. So, but sometimes that could be a good thing if you're in the tub and you know, yes. in case there's, of course. So I, I mean, so I was watching like you were singing the songs of the ingredient in your yeah. shampoo bottle. Is that like a reoccurring segment? That or is that like a special surprise? That's like that a day? new one. But uh-huh. I do these just like dramatic singing readings of like words. I don't know why it's super weird and people think it's funny. But like I'm obsessed with singing and I think that I have the world's most amazing voice. I mean, it's good to ha- to think that. Yeah, that somebody no, thinks that. I'm very confident yeah. in my singing abilities. Yeah. So I'm just like singing. Like I'm go to a restaurant. And, like I'll dramatically sing the menu. Like in an opera. Um, okay, Coachella. Mm-hmm. I got to bring this up. Yeah, you were just there. I was. I um I have to tell you, I kind of am like over the whole Coachella fashion. Completely. Yeah. Oh, you agree? Good. Yeah. Was this your first time? It was. Yeah. What did you think about it? Download. I feel about Coachella the way I felt about Mardi Gras in the sense that everyone should go at least once. Yeah. But it's not necessary to go more than once. And if I ever had to return, I would demand a private jet and a golf cart to take me everywhere. And because toilet. It's, it toilet. Like, yeah. it's just so physically draining as, like... I don't know. I just have this theory that like Jewish women have less physical stamina than yeah. other religions and races, I and I believe so. that to be true. I do because we so. suffered in the desert for so long. Right. I think that's the reason. You don't need to go back there. Yeah, and like all these girls music. were just like running around, and I was exhausted. This is the other thing about those festivals. So a couple things. I'm over it. Not the music is fine, mm-hmm. great, wonderful. It's all about the music. But you know, I feel like when Coachella started, whenever it started in the 1800s or wherever, feels like. The people who were the festival goers would, would determine the fashion. Yes. They would go to thrift stores, vintage mm-hmm. stores, and they would put together these really cool outfits. Mm-hmm. Today, I feel like you look at an H&M ad and you buy whatever the girl in the ad is wearing and you go to Coachella. <laughs> that's literally what I did. Yeah. I love that. You did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I did. And like, it's intimidating going your first time with yeah. like all these people who have just been for so long and have established these relationships and like this this routine that you know nothing about. Yeah. And then what did you think about it? Because obviously it sounds like you would rather um, brush your hair than go back. Yeah. Like it was a great experience. And I happen to really like all these brands do really fun activations and parties before the festival. Right. And to me, that was so much more fun when everyone was like rushing to get to the festival to like rave and like do drugs. I was like loving being at this like big mansion that Revolve was hosting this great party at with like free drinks. Yeah. But that's not really Coachella. That's more like Fochella. Right. I totally preferred Fochella. You prefer Fochella. Completely. Um, Did you meet anybody who kind of came out 
It was all about the Focella. Didn't know anything about the music. It was just there to like prance around in their H and M fashion. Yeah, my sister. Okay, like literally, we <laughs> were. Shout out it to was your just sister. Us. Yeah. And no one was like getting like the vibes we were putting out. We, were just, we just wanted to like sit in the VIP section, like have a drink, take pictures. When everyone was like running from stage to stage to stage, to, like yeah. catch this different DJ, where I literally could not have less interest in. So you were so all about Focella while you're out there, and you, I can respect that you could admit that because it's totally. the people that don't admit it that I'm like, who are you kidding? Totally. Like if I go to Coachella, I'd be all about the Focella. If I go back, I would almost not even buy a festival ticket because no. it didn't seem worth it to me. No. I would take the few hours that everyone's at the festival, so I take a nap and change my outfit and then go back out and to the after party. Because those toilets yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> So I'm glad we agree on that. Totally. Because I was like, you know, what if she's like diehard Coachella mm-hmm. and I'm just going to have to be like, but why? I can't personally connect to someone who's a diehard Coachella. No. Like you have to at least recognize like all the hard work and treachery and exhaustion that goes into Coachella in order to appreciate it. Can you allow me to hear what that treachery was like. Sure. Yeah. Oh my God, I would literally love to. Yeah. First of all, you don't realize, but you have to like wake up kind of early because like it takes us forever like to Like how dressed. early? Like seven? No, 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 no. God. Like we would leave to, leave to the first parties at like one. Okay, that's need to be gotta, up by like 10, do yeah. hair and makeup. I would like take pictures, live stream, like do my work. Yeah, and already you're tired. Right, and then every time I get in the car, I'm, I'm tired. You're exhausted. And the other thing is that everything in Palm Springs is at least an hour away from each other. Oh my God. Even if your map says you're 20 minutes away, it's three miles, it's an hour because closed out streets, there's so much traffic, so much congestion. And so that's a buzzkill. Uh-huh. Like, say that you're on a really, like, a vibe, exactly. and you're vibing, you're, like, in the, in the car. New Yorkers are not supposed to be in the car mm-hmm. longer than, like, So you have minutes. two drinks. By the time you get there, you're, you're dead sober, and you're, you're kind of tired. Yeah. yeah. So and you're like, annoying. You're not, and you're annoying people, and you're annoyed. And then your hair's frizzy from, yeah, like, the wind. The oh, the heat up. is oh. at, the, at the height of the treachery. Mm-hmm. So warm and so sweaty. I literally brought a personal portable fan with me because I was just like nonstop sweating. A battery operated mm-hmm. fan, nice. and I brought extra batteries. Too. Did it spritz water on your no, face? No, because I don't oh. want to mess up my makeup. Gotcha. But I thought about it. Gotcha. You could put some setting spray in there and be like, "Yes, hey. that's a great idea." That's <laughs> my <laughs> so setting spray portable fan. I think of everything. Dewy glow. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the heat was definitely really tough to take, and then it's just. So much time on your feet, walking mm-hmm. places. Yeah, you guys you wearing festival? wedges. No, you I wore flats, flats the yeah. whole time. Because if you wear wedges, you're so that's like I didn't see anyone amateur. in heels. That's okay. amateur. Yeah. So after you go to these like hour, two, three, four hour parties, mm-hmm. it's time for the festival. You get to the festival. Oh you get dropped off by your Uber uh-huh. till you get to your actual spot at the festival. I think is three miles. Oh my God. Walking through security and ID check and you gotta get your ticket check. Just so much time on your feet and not even enjoying in the heat, you know, after looking, this long looking day. Looking like a, someone vomited flowers on you. After you've been in the car for two hours. Yeah. God. It's just, I'm ready to go home already. But then you get there and uh-huh. you're like, okay, what do I wanna do now? I gotta pee. Yeah. I wanna get a drink, maybe a snack. Normal things. Line for bathroom. Yeah. Line for food. Line for drink. God. And by the time you get your drink, you gotta go to the bathroom again. Mm-hmm. It's just a nonstop cycle of It kind of sounds like the Hamptons. Yes, exactly. <laughs> kind of sounds like, kind of exactly sounds like, and I'm, I'm sure that if you're from LA or that area, you see people there that you try to avoid in Los Angeles, yes. which makes it exactly like the Hamptons. Exactly. Are you a Hampton goer? I am. I frequently enjoy the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, I was obsessed with the show Summer House because I thought it was finally time for like this type of show. And I think yes. the concept was brilliant. Like yes. this great big Where's house. Where's the butt? Uh, the people. The people. I didn't really like how the show was based on these two twins who yes. I found to be completely uninteresting. <laughs> one who was married, who like couldn't even engage with everyone. And the other who was just obsessed with this one guy. And the entire social circle was based off of them and Carl. Uh, not Carl, uh, Ky- uh, Kyle. Kyle. The, the blonde Yeah. I'm friends with those two girls. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I just didn't think that they were that interesting or dynamic to carry a show. They're like some of my best friends. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I I'm going to continue this. to talk about I them. I freaking love it. No, bring and it. I believe the show is coming back and I really hope that they diversify the crew a little bit. Yeah. How would you I, diversify it? I think you need to be on it. Okay. So yeah. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say it. Someone like me because having a show. I think you specifically. I think so too. I think so. But having a show where all the people have to be gone from the show five or six days a week. Yeah. You can't have a show based off of two days. No. They need to have influencers, bloggers who so can you, work from home at the house. Gotcha. So you would stay there the whole week. I mean, it would be torture, but that yeah. show would be so much better. There'd be so much more content. I feel so like much you, would like, you would do things to like you know, build traps within the house sure. and be like, you know, and then they'd come back on, come in from the Friday after that long, miserable drive, which yeah. we're all too familiar with. Yeah. Get in and you'll be like, surprise, guys. Yeah. You know, I just feel like all the time they spend filming the people in the city and on the drive to, so uninteresting. Yeah. Yeah. And every episode was two days, whereas like a Bachelor episode's a week. Yeah. You need more time. They need people who can work from home. Yeah. People like influencers, bloggers, people who, photographers, someone. Podcasters. Who, podcasters, yes. anything. People who can stay in Montauk for the week. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I kind of agree with you there. I think that, um, not that I think Lauren and Ashley are annoying because I love them. Mm-hmm. I love you guys. I, I do not share her. I don't feelings. think they're annoying either. <laughs> I just didn't think they were that like dynamic and fun. No, but I get what you're saying though. What you're saying is the cast wasn't enough to be like, and, and they weren't there long enough to really give you a good yeah. section. And you kind of got the vibe that they didn't all really know each other. Yeah. And didn't really care to. Yeah. And, and, but and let me, I'm a big fan of the show. So. Right. But I, I do think it's time that they take that concept and they make it more Hampton y. Yes. Like, and they were s- stuck in that house because so many Montauk local businesses oh, didn't want to let the, them film. Let me tell you, I know the producers behind that, and I know that firsthand there was a lot of. You know, and you read about it yeah. too, and the, the, like a lot of communities, mm-hmm. like local local community, you know, Put businesses together, literally were like, like uh, I don't think so. So, wouldn't you let them film, right? Like a show can only be so good two days a week in one house. They went to like one restaurant the entire time that they were allowed I to know, film at. Because and then when they went out to clubs, they were using their phones to film, which is the worst. I kind of feel you need to be on that because you're like another section of the Hamptons that people don't see. You know, like, like cool. yeah, like let's show you where to really go. Yeah. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Inspiring conversations on lifestyle, celebrity, relationships, and more. This is Glamier with Dr. Tavis Amir. Um, I got to die. Like, I am so impressed by your passion for the housewife shows. Thank you. I really, you know, when you say you sit and talk with your friends about The Bachelor and such things, mm-hmm. I have this one family friend, and I'm going to say her name because she might pee her pants, Naima. Okay. She Naima. might actually freak that I said her name. Okay. She is such a fan, so much so I, I go to LA a lot, and I met Sir, and I know all the people. Mm-hmm. Such a humble bragger over here. No, totally. I love it. Um, and I see a Sir t shirt, and I'm like, I'm going to buy this for Naima. Yeah. And um, she and I will talk about Bravo. Because I love to dish, mm-hmm. unabashedly. And the thing about Bravo specifically from other networks is mm-hmm. that they do a really good job for all their shows of finding groups of people who are actually friends. And that's how you can tell the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so for example, Erica Jane. Mm-hmm. Erica Jane is on my wish wish list to interview. She's like the one that I haven't got yet. She's amazing. You yeah, get her. I'm gonna get her. Yeah. Um, but she was just on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. She got eliminated, right? I know. Were you really upset? I was really upset only because literally the day before I was talking about how she could probably win the whole thing yeah. because people love her and she really is a great dancer. Why do you think she got 
got eliminated? Do you think it was like prejudice? I think it was ac- no, I think it was actually performance wise. And she even said herself she wasn't dancing as good as she could have been. Mm-hmm. And the thing about Dancing with the Stars that not enough people talk about is how unfair it is that like Simone Biles is a glorified yeah. dancer. You, that, Lori Hernandez won last year. She's a gymnast. Yeah. A gymnast is very similar to a dancer. Yeah. Heather Morris is a professional dancer and mm-hmm. she's being treated as a quote unquote star. Which is Rick. So Normani Cordai, who's yeah. Fifth Harmony, she's she's got choreographed so all the like, time. So they know how to do it. Right. They need to get people on there who don't know. But when they have like football players like Bristol yeah. Palin, she yeah. was the perfect that was great. person. Right. Do you remember when Lisa Vanderpump was on it and fainted? And yeah. fainted. Fake fainted. Fainted. This is the best. She was like, oh. dramatic. She like, like hit the floor hard. I feel like when you faint, anything can hit the floor. Most likely your face. Face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She did one of these like Cinderella. Swoon. Swoon. Yeah. It was like, totally oh. fake. Yeah. That was She fake. landed on her back. She landed like, but like didn't like, it was just, it was actually very funny. Yeah. What other housewives have done it? Has Kyle done it yet? No. no Kyle's uh, Lisa Rinna has. Lisa Rinna. Okay. We got to get into this. We have all to right? get I just. So yeah. I know all these ladies and I know that you're, you're actually holding back. I'm you like super burst. passionate about yeah. it. Let's talk about this. And I get frustrated when people don't agree with me because I, I spend so much time like creating uh, these opinions. Let's go, girl. Let's do this. So I have to say, Lisa Rinna, mm-hmm. she gets an extremely bad rap. Yeah. And it's because her delivery is often so off mm-hmm. and so, like, not okay. But the, she's raw in how she says it. Like, rotten. did you do cocaine right. in the bathroom? But like, what she's oh. saying uh-huh. is valid. Mm-hmm. So when she said to Dorit, do you trust her husband? She wasn't implying that PK is fucking other women. Right. She was implying that if you trust your husband so much, why do you have to make a big deal about Erica's vagina being out if you trust him so much? If he looked at her vagina and talked and, about it and, he and did. how good it was, which yeah. is kind of creepy. Because if that were my husband, He's be like, disgusting. I wouldn't at least repeat it out loud. Right. Yeah. So like... She wasn't wrong to say that. She made a valid point. Like, you obviously don't trust your husband if you're worried so much about Erica's vagina. Right. Dorit's accent. Oh. Okay. I had a girl that I went to med school with who was from Toledo, Ohio, who talked like that. So I always think about the fact that if you're American and you're from Toledo, Ohio, and you want to have an accent, you act, you talk like Dorit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I find she's from, like, Massachusetts. She's Israeli parents. Yes. Born, I think, in Connecticut. Right. Lives in Beverly Hills. Okay. So she doesn't have an accent like that in real life. She, I don't even know what she has. But Jarek kind of like, I see it. So I've interviewed Eden Sassoon. Mm-hmm. And one, one of the things I said to Eden was, um, and I've, I knew Eden was filming before mm-hmm. she was filming and we talked about it finally. And I said, I feel like Eden came in with the sticky stuff. Yeah. Like the... The you know the, there were so the many sticky, crossed sticky, sticky, yep. yeah and Dorit's like Teflon yep nothing sticks to her yeah and that's because Dorit has chosen specifically to be on a side with Lisa Vanderpump who she thinks she thinks is going to protect her yeah and for the most part Lisa Vanderpump does protect people until they cross her i.e. Brandy yeah oh my God and Lisa will will so this is the the part that I the whole breakdown with Erica when Erica breaks down and then she because I feel like Erica went one and a half seasons mm-hmm. calm. Mm-hmm chill, unaffected, unbothered, and then they finally got her. Yep. And she fucking snapped. She snapped. But one yeah. thing I do have to say about I was so baffled. Like she was unhinged, unhinged. in that episode. Like, I think what they didn't crazy. show you was that she was really drunk. Yeah. And I think what and probably tired and what they didn't emphasize enough is that like what's so frustrating about all these shows is like the drama, whatever, but no one ever actually owns up to their shit. Yeah. And I have to say something that I really respect about Erica is that she she sat down with Eileen after and they have a real friendship and yeah. relationship and she was like, listen, I'm sorry. She yeah. didn't... Eileen looked like she was gonna... Die. Yeah. She didn't defend herself. She didn't try and make it seem like, make excuses for herself. She was like, I was wrong. I overreacted and I took it out on you. Yeah. And like, that's there's something to be said for that in a world where so few people ever take responsibility for their actions. And the thing is, I'm all about like taking responsibility. If somebody screws up, 
and they say that they didn't screw up, I'm really, like, I'm done with you. It's frustrating. Yeah, I'm like, I'm done. It's okay to make mistakes, but it's not okay when you don't recognize them. And or, you just keep trying to, like, deflect and make excuses, like, aka Lisa Vanderpump. But the whole thing with, um, yeah, the whole thing with Rina and Eden Sassoon, when Eden, mm. um, what, what what happened there? Because I have long talks with my girl Mercedes about this. Yeah. Mercedes from the Shaws. We mm -hmm. sit and we'll talk about this and we'll dissect. We don't always agree. Yeah. I feel like, how can you forget that you said something? And I asked Eileen Davidson about this, too. Yeah. What do you think? I think Lisa Rinna got caught in a in a bad situation and handled it so poorly because saying you don't remember is basically admitting that you're wrong, but mm -hmm. you're too much of a wussy to I'll actually. So that, that was tough for me because... I'm by no means Lisa Rinna's biggest fan. I think she's the worst. Yeah. But it's just frustrating because she really makes very valid arguments, mostly against Lisa Vanderpump, mm -hmm. who needs to be taken down at some point. Like, yeah. she really is manipulative. I think she's using Dorit. Like, she is, she is like Erica Jane said, a sniper from the side. Yeah. And Lisa Rinna's doing a very poor job of trying to take her down, but it's frustrating because she's making legitimate arguments. Yeah. And it's sort of become like, okay, Kyle Richards, too. Yeah. That, that whole scene on the boat, Kyle, it was just all about her facial expressions. Like, yeah. oh, oh, like I was just talking thing. about this with my sister. This they should morning. have made a meme out of her. Yeah. She's like the Winona writer. Kyle Richards is truly the only housewife who could and has the power to take down Lisa Vanderpump. And when Brandy went after Lisa Vanderpump and Kyle turned on Lisa for like half a second, yeah. they almost did it. Yeah. And then Kyle wussied out and went back to Lisa. Remember yeah. with the magazines, you brought them to Mexico. And they made up. Yeah. yeah. So I think. Lisa is extremely threatened by Erica, Erica Jane. They're both alpha females. Unanimously, America loves Erica Jane. There's no, what's not to love? What's not to love? She's great. She's funny. She's confident. She's smart. She's beautiful. I don't think everyone feels that way about Lisa Vanderpump. Right. And I think Lisa Vanderpump is extremely threatened by Erica threatened Jane. By and I think this entire dynamic that's going on has everything to do with Erica Jane and Lisa Vanderpump. But the casting for this season was actually phenomenal. Phenomenal. Would you want to see Eden Sassoon come back? No. No, right? I mean, we didn't really get to know her at all because I think she was technically like a ha friend of housewife. Do you think she'll become a full housewife? I, I don't think she's good enough. No. No. I feel like Dreet will 100% be back. 100%. The whole, the whole core now. This is what's so frustrating for me is because like when when I heard about Dorit before I saw any episode, I automatically prejudged her in a positive way. Oh, probably. Like she's Israeli. Love Israelis. Yeah. She's like a stunning. Yeah, she's very pretty. Amazing style. Amazing mm -hmm. hair makeup. What sounds love? Like... All the stars were aligned for me she's to love her. friends with Boy George. Right. Like, come on. There was on. no reason that I shouldn't have loved her. Right. Everything was there. And she just totally fucked it up. And I just want her to, like, I know what she was doing. I know she wanted to come into the episode, um, into the series and, like, have these strong alliances with Kyle and Lisa because they're, like, the cool girls. Yeah. And you can't get kicked off if you're... She no. tried to do, like, a... Kath Remember Catherine Edwards last season? Totally. Who, like, licked Lisa Vanderpump's butt? Yes. Totally licked her butt. She did it bad. Yeah. She did it bad. But Dory did much better. It wasn't moist enough. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't. It, it was, was like, not. Catherine Edwards had a dry lick. Where's yeah. Dorit's a full, moist, No, Dorit doesn't really. Yeah. She's, like, yeah. skilled. Totally. Dorit's really good. Yeah, she'll be back. I don't foresee Eden being back unless they give her a second chance. Well, I mean, no shade, but here it goes. I like Eden, yeah. but I, I just, I think that the whole um, death and... Um, What's the other word I'm trying to get? Rehab, rehab and sobriety. Grief. It's great for a season, but unless she drastically changes and does something different, um, it's too heavy to continue with. Yeah, I agree. But I did actually feel really bad for her because I think she came in with really pure intentions. Yeah, when she heard she from did. Lisa Rinna, who to Eden Sassoon seems like a legitimate source, mm -hmm. that Kim is you know really suffering with her sobriety. She's close to death. Like she, she got completely related out. to that. Yeah. And I think that she got a really bad rap and she was like embarrassed because everyone's making her seem so 
nuts when I think she really had good intentions and really just wanted to help the Richards. I 100% agree with you. And there. that was really sad. And it's 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 interesting because I do think that she was fed this information mm-hmm. that caused her to be alarmed and felt like she had. But it was sort of. But like, then Lisa Rinna totally backed out. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't remember like, saying that. Yeah, and then every scene you see is like makes Eden look extra crazy for being extra intense. Yeah, I felt bad for her. Um, should we move to New York Housewives? Because I feel like I can't even talk about New York Housewives because I feel like they're all my friends. Like you could go to boutique on a, on a Thursday <laughs> night and that's Housewives of New York, yeah. right? I'm loving Housewives. I love Housewives of New York every time. Mm-hmm. And this season is starting off slow, but the best yes. ones always do. Yeah. Um, I'd like Tinsley Mortimer. I love that her and Sonia are like these has-beens living under the same roof. Yeah. Um, but like I f- always feel particularly strong about when things that I love are infused with politics because I absolutely hate politics. I yes. don't talk about politics. I don't care about politics. It's just so boring. It's so boring and like you're never going to find someone you completely agree with. No. And, and I, you're probably going to get into a fight and never speak again. Yeah and like I just hate that like it's being kind of like shoved in our faces yeah. when I get it. Like the timing was right oh. and that like, Carol was like so you know pro I get it. Mm-hmm. But I just find it really annoying. I think we're all fatigued from last the yeah. election. Like I don't want to think about it. Right and I think like everyone's pretty much under the agreement like okay it's over like let's all just be friends and like unite yeah. and yeah. like we love America. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But they're, it's just making it so hard. They are. Um, but this is the thing. I feel like, you know, Tinsley came on. You know, I don't know what they're going to do with her. We'll see how it goes. But I think it's she's trying to get back into the good graces of mm-hmm. New York society. Yeah. Um, that's not exactly the first choice I'd make. Right. But <laughs> housewives are brutal. Some, yes, but there is something to be said about the housewives. And it's really like... Think about Bethany. Mm-hmm. She would be absolutely nowhere without yeah. the show. I don't think she even would have sold Skinny Girl. No. She, like... And I'm, she's actually excellent, excellent reality TV. Right. TV, reality TV was made for Bethany. Right. And you know how they do those Watch Drop-Ins Live specials mm-hmm. where, like, they reflect on the first 100 episodes? Yeah. And Bethany was in her interview and she literally started crying because she was like, I would be nowhere without the show. I'm glad that she realizes that. Right. And, yeah. like, she's grateful to it. So it has that effect. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, the Kim Zolciak effect, who was, you know, dating a married man, living in this tiny townhouse with two kids now and two different like, fathers. Now she's Octo mom. Now she has 100 kids who are all under the same dad. He adopted all the kids. And amazing. She's a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, she, her husband's so hot. Like, that's like a success story. Yeah. But then it also has, you know, like, the Alexis Bellino, you know? Yeah. Where it just doesn't work out for you and you're obsessed with the show and, like, you don't get back on and, like, it ruins your life because your husband quit their job. Yeah. And your da- your daughter went into porn. Right. Or, like, even Tamara. Like, her yeah. family's, like, falling apart. Yeah. Her daughter doesn't speak to her anymore. So. I think it's really hard to keep your family on TV yeah. with you. Like, and that's what I respect Sonia for. Yeah. Not, I don't even know what her kid looks like. Nobody does. Well, I, I, I don't either. It's probably gorgeous. But, yeah. you know, like, I couldn't do it. I, I just think if I were in a relationship with somebody and I did a TV show with that person, it would definitely mess that up. For sure. 100%. And that's, that's so interesting because you watch Vanderpump Rules? Yes. How she Lala knows. is oh, basically, Lala. she's saying, you know what? I know Lala. Lala's great. I'm, I'm, I feel for her because yeah. this is my problem with Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I love Katie, Sisson, Kristen, and Stassi. Yes. They're my OGs. Like, yeah. I love them, but they're wrong. Yeah. And they're mean. All right, high five. But I'm I love glad them you said still. that because I felt there's like a mean girl gang up thing, totally. you know? And especially when it comes to Sheena, because if yeah. you think about it from day one, it's so sad. All Sheena has ever wanted to do is be friends with them, yes, and win their trust and I be know. one of them. And they just want no part of it. They just keep they ice and her I love out. them. I'm ride or die, Stassi. I love Chris and I love Katie, but they're wrong. Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. Like I, I like all of those girls too. I've you know definitely think that they're really nice human beings but like as a trio of girls and then you see like the other day Lala was on a show that Sheena did Shenanigans Shenanigans yeah. and I've met Lala I've interviewed Lala I've met Sheena they're really nice girls mm-hmm. Lala told me she was like 
I know I've been a bitch and I know I've said horrible things. She's like, but I really feel like I've apologized and I'm still getting shit from those guys. Yeah. And I feel like now it's like, am I innocent? No, but they were also bullying me yep. too. And Thoughts. when she, her first answer, mm-hmm. Sheena and Katie were awful to her, calling yeah. her a prostitute because she was going to Italy. Like they were awful to her. They never gave her a chance. No. So they can't really be that surprised when she's like saying bad things about them. Yeah. And she's wrong for saying them, completely wrong. And I'm not defending that. But like, how do you expect someone to act when they come onto this big group of friends and they're all immediately without giving her a chance to meet her? And what about Sheena's husband coming up on the reunion? Crazy. Oh my God. I so wouldn't awkward. have been able to handle that. So awkward. So sad. Because I met Sheena's boyfriend. I met Sheena and she is yeah. an angel. She's a sweet, sweet She girl. is so nice. Mm-hmm. And she really doesn't even come off that nice on the show. She's nicer yeah. in real she's life, so which nice. is rare. She's a sweet girl. And I feel for her and I'm happy that she's in this new relationship. But I do think Mike Shane might have been given an unfair edit. Yeah. Because, of course, you know, whoever's editing it is going to take Sheena's side. She's a cast member, and mm-hmm. he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that his whatever drug problem was exploited, and now he's he came out and said, he was like, you know, we could have kept that between us, and I could have gotten help. But that's but that's TV. Right. You know what happened. The, the producers were like, you're going to have to talk about this on camera. Right. You're going to have to divorce him on camera. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but we really think you should. And that's the thing and with that's Lala. What that's what I was just about to say. Like, mm-hmm. she is her boyfriend, whoever he is, mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with the show. Yeah, and respect she that. respects that. Nobody else on the show does. They think it's unfair. But who, who is Lala to force someone else to open up their lives to the show that the fans really are just like so so involved in and like will find dirt and like the tweets about Banner Pump Rolls are insane. Yeah, they the are. People are. Mean. Yeah. Well, it's also the same thing with the Shahs at Sunset. Asa doesn't ever have her man on. No. Ever, ever, ever. Meanwhile, MJ. Every day. Every, yeah. You know, so it's, I get, if you're on the show, you're like, well, I'm showing you my life. It could be frustrating. Yeah. But you can't force your boyfriend to be on TV if he doesn't want to be. Like Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. Ka- uh, Cameron. Yeah. Her husband has never been on the show. Nobody knows what he looks like. He's completely uninterested. And everyone's okay with it. Yeah. But she says Bravo's like dying for him to be on. Of course. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I could do it. It's like a surefire. Yeah, I mean, you know. for me, it's like, I would love to be on a reality show. I can't imagine someone not wanting to be on a reality <laughs> show, but like, I get it. You'd be really good. <laughs> you do have your own morning morning yeah, breath. Yeah, the morning breath. I that's think that's so cool. That you just started, took the bull by the horns, and you're like, okay. Yeah, well, that's just the world we live in, where yeah. like, you want something done, it costs zero dollars to have a and Facebook. And I, I can't not talk to you about your entrepreneurship and like the advice that you would give people. Like, I know it's not reality TV talk, no. but I feel like, you know, there's a lot that you're doing that people could learn from example from. It's just so funny because mm-hmm. like, when I do traditional media, mm-hmm. like TV, the tweets that I usually get are like, you know, from people who watch TV, people who are not digitally savvy, like an older generation. And they, you know, they call me dumb. They say I talk like a valley girl and that I'm so uneducated. Yeah, they see that part of it. And that's fine. And mm-hmm. I see how I can come off like that to someone who doesn't really understand who I am, what I do, what Snapchat is. Yeah. Um, and like, it's frustrating for me for people to always be like constantly thinking that I'm not smart. Yeah. But that's OK, because well, people constantly think that I'm not a doctor. So. Right. It's fine. Oh, right. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> that's fine. I understand. <laughs> so, but then, like, you know, when I get to, like, that's why I love the digital space, because I'm so comfortable there, and I'm so, mm-hmm. that's where people get me. So when I do, like, these different panels or discussions with people who, like, work in PR, who work in digital, like, it's so much more fun for me, because I get to really explain who I am and yeah. what I do, yeah. and to people who understand, and understand it and don't it. think I'm dumb. Well, people are going to get it, or they're not going to get it. Like, right. when I listened to you, I immediately thought to myself, 
I bet she gets misjudged a lot mm-hmm. because you know you're you're have opinions, you're loud, you know, yeah. and it's all coming from a place of genuine. Yeah, and I like that. And like all I've ever wanted, like I didn't set out to like go on the internet and like make money and be famous. That's right. just perks, and I yeah. love that, yeah. and I'm super grateful you for have that. Two point six million followers. Yeah, like, but that's not why I did it. No, you know? but you're doing something right. Right, but I I really just do what I do genuinely for the pure reason of it makes me happy Passion, and yeah. it makes other people happy. Yeah, and I you know, I can tell when I listen to you. Like one of the things I read between the lines a lot, like mm-hmm. there's the content that you're talking about, but I kind of look in between like this is somebody who loves what she does, confident. I mean, we're not always confident, but you're putting yourself out there and you're doing what you love and the rest will come. Right, like I'm so lucky that I have this platform with people who want to listen, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why like when it comes to things like I, I really don't like to inundate my feed my personality, my social platforms with things like politics because it makes people unhappy and there's so much shit going on in the world that if I can put a smile on someone's face with some dumb meme about Bravo, then then I'm winning and I'm doing my job. Well, I personally love your singing, the ingredients (laughs) of your hair care shampoo. I was like, I do a lot of beauty videos. I'm just going to start singing, you know? Yeah, it's so fun. It's so fun. It's liberating. So what's next for you? Because I know that you've got this brand new, it's kind of brand new, Mm -hmm. right? Just launched, right? Yeah. The Morning Breath, which by the way, that name is everything thank you what's your tagline so uh i don't have one yet <laughs> but it's so f- it's like catch a, something about the morning breath i remember you oh yeah you gotta wake up and smell the morning breath that's what it was yeah so you i do wake with up my smell sister the morning breath. yeah Jackie. she's funny she's the best yeah you guys gorgeous. are really funny um and so we just like we shoot the shit you know we talk yeah. about things that we know our viewers care about current like, pop culture pop culture some newsy stuff not like politics but more like what's going on in the world like yeah. aaron hernandez yes the suicide yes track. yes i saw you guys talking about that so you want to be well informed right before you leave right. the house right and then we do like recaps of housewives and pump rules it's really a diverse we talk a little bit about tech yeah. It's a diverse array of content. Yeah. In addition and, and to And you the do podcast. it every single morning. Where do mm-hmm. you guys tape out of? We tape out of the Verizon office Fab. on um, 9th and Broadway. Which is great. It's so great. It's so fancy and like real. I you know. know. It's like real mics. Yeah. No, you totally. guys are really mic'd up. Yeah. You're sitting there like a broadcaster desk exactly. and you've got like your producer <laughs> yeah. in the back yelling out like, actually, Tom Brady's not going to them right. because his mom's not right. well. And you guys are like, oh, we're horrible people yeah. for making money. Very sad. Yeah. I hope his mom feels better. Yes, me too. <laughs> so um, what's what's next for you? So I'm really, I love where I am and I love the digital space and I feel like a lot of influencers are so often running towards like traditional TV to like, yeah, you know, break out. Yeah, it's not where it's at, no. And I mean, every time I get an opportunity to go on TV, I don't have a publicist, like, so it's just organic. I'm so grateful and I love it and it's so fun and it's so real and like I, I die for it. Yeah. Um, but I'm comfortable where I'm at and I love diving more and further into the digital space because it's the future. So I love that my show is, you know, you can watch it on Facebook Live and Instagram Live Live or you can watch it after on Facebook. Yeah. You know, that's where this industry is going. Yeah, I think so, so I'm happy too. to be at the forefront of it as opposed to still trying to get on, you know, every the more to yeah. today show. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, I've been there. You know, I realized that very quickly quickly after mm-hmm. my show like there were all these people coming to me to do another reality show with really really fun concepts I, and I thought for sure and then all of a sudden the networks changed their mind mm-hmm. and you meanwhile you have all this amazing content so I was like fuck it I'm gonna put it out there myself and, exactly. and that's what I recognize about you and that's why I'm like go girl I like that and that's what's honestly so great about podcasting mm-hmm. is that there's this huge network of people and I never really knew this because I'm not like a podcaster I don't listen to other people's podcasts mm-hmm. except now I listen to Stassi's because hers is great uh-huh. and Glamere <laughs> um, but 
it, there's just this huge network of people who love listening to podcasts on the radio, you know, on their way to work, on their way to school. And oh, yeah. you can literally, you can do it on your phone. You can record yeah. a podcast and upload it to iTunes. Yeah. It's so easy. And it's so like, it's perfect for like that grassroots vibe where like you just want to get it off the ground. Yeah. And it's digital radio. It's like, it's like a radio on demand. So. And I think it's, you know, eventually going to replace radio. So I'm happy to be on We're it. We're almost there. We're almost there. Um, I would love for you to kind of plug your social media. Of course. Everyone can follow <laughs> me on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, and Twitter at Girl With No Job. You can follow my podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud at Girl With a Podcast. And you can tune into The Morning Breath Monday through Friday, 1030 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook and Instagram at The Morning Breath. And if you are, if you wake up in a bad mood after you listen to her, you probably won't be in a bad mood anymore. <laughs> That's literally the point. <laughs> you got it. I just love everything you're doing. I'm like, I'm so like, I, I don't want to use the word proud, but I'm proud. Thank you. you're That's doing good nice things. You. Thank you. You're doing good things, and I think it's and you're doing them with a real sense of being genuine and passionate and authentic. And I think we need more of that. I completely agree. Yeah, and thanks for being on here. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.